in Jesus name I want to announce to you or I want to remind you that the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 and verse 5 combined together says there is a time for everything can you help me tell somebody there is a time for everything then help me ask the person do you know what time it is now tell the person you will find out this morning there's a time for everything. There is a time and a season for every purpose. And verse 5 it says, There is a time to cast away stones. And I know your mind is saying stones. And everyone paid attention to that before. What are stones doing in Ecclesiastes? You will find out as you come with me to John chapter 11. I'm going to be reading verses 39 to 40. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. And this is the story of Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, who got sick. And instead of Jesus coming to heal him, Jesus went the other direction and he died. And Jesus showed up four days after he arrived. And speaking to the sister of Lazarus, Jesus says, roll the stone aside. Jesus told them. But instead of doing that, as the Bible says, there's a time to cast away stones. The Bible says, but Martha, the dead man's sister, protested. Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus came at the right time. The time to cast away the stone and gave an instruction. And Martha protested. The smell will be terrible. But Jesus responded and said, didn't I tell you? That you would see God's glory if you believe. Martha's response to the timing of God was an argument. This morning I want to ask you. Do you know what time it is? And if you know what time it is, what would be your response? I bring you the word of the Lord this morning entitled, It is time to roll away the stone. It is time to roll away the stone. If you want to see the glory of God in your life, in that particular situation in your family, you've got to know the timing of God because Jesus only appears at the right time and says the right thing at the right time. My worry is your response. But because God sent me to you, I am sure you will have the right response. Father, we thank you for the time of the word, the time of illumination. The time to know what to do, that that which eluded us may become our daily experience. Let your word change me and let it change everyone here. Let your word give us strength to cope and to cause things to change for better. Thank you for your love by which you send us your word. 
Because by your word comes illumination that leads to a breakthrough. So shall it be for you and I this morning without fail in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to ask you, saint of God, this morning, let me just paraphrase. Here is Martha and Mary that represents you and I. Believers. And a small situation that we expected the Lord to deal with. And Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, died. You know, many times when something dies, maybe a business, maybe a marriage, maybe a child dies, that we have put the name of the Lord on top of it, we tend to feel where is God in the middle of all this. And this was what happened. And so when Jesus showed up, the first thing they said is, if you had arrived on time, as if they know the time, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, where did you lay him? <laughs> and when he got there, he said only one thing, the one thing that matters. Can I tell you, there are many voices in the world. May you not stop hearing nonsense voices. May we hear the voice of the Lord in Jesus' name. People were mourning. People were saying, Pele. People were saying, I will help you. As if that will help Martha and Mary. What they needed was a miracle. And so Jesus got to where they laid him and told them what to do according to the timing of God. He said, roll the stone aside. Jesus told them. But Martha spoke for the rest of them and said, don't you understand? The Bible says she protested against the speaking of the one who knows what time it is. Because the Bible says there's a time for everything and there's a time to cast away stones. Uh, I'll come to the stone in a short while. And she protested. And it surprises me that people that come to church will still protest when the Lord says this is the way forward. She said, Lord, he has been dead for four days. Was she informing Jesus? Please help me. When you quote the news to Jesus, does Jesus need CNN to know what is going on? You know, sometimes we need to catch ourselves. The Lord says, roll the stones away. And he says, he has been dead for four days. This is the story of you and I. Sometimes what we're saying is called gabbling. It's called gabbling. We're just talking nonsense. You're telling Jesus is dead. The smell will be terrible. In anticipation of what has not happened, she's taking a position. Can we talk? You know, so many times, we take a position for something that's not happened and that position does not please God. And God is saying, don't take that position and you justify that position. That was what was going on. The smell will be terrible. She didn't say the smell is terrible. She had not even perceived the smell. I'm speaking volumes to someone. As I speak the word of God today, as you hear your story, just come to the altar that I may pray for you and pray with you that what was, the, what was predetermined to sink you will only become a stepping stone in Jesus' name. As the word proceeds today, there will be breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Martha protested, but she still got a breakthrough. I am going to get a breakthrough today, and you are going to get a breakthrough today. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. When she protested, Jesus responded, the Bible says. 
Because in verse 40, the Bible says, Jesus responded and said what she needed to hear. Did I not tell you that you will see God's glory if you would believe? Do you want to see the glory of God in your life? Why don't you stop protesting? Why don't you stop anticipating what may never happen? Do you want to see the glory of God in that particular area of your life or your family life or your finances? Then the instruction you should be looking for is not the word, uh, your thinking of protest and uh, your anticipation what may never come. What you should be waiting out for is what said the Lord. There is a time for everything and today is a time to roll away the stone. And the Lord said, roll the stone aside. Somebody today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, I want to ask you, will you roll the stone away today or not? In the week, I sent a message. When this word starts sharing up in my heart about saying that this is what happened between Martha and Mary. And I ask you, I say, will you say I will roll the stone away? I want to thank those of you that said so. But the question is, did you do so? Let me talk about the stone now. The stone is something we normally roll in or roll on either consciously or subconsciously. Why? Because for the reason of the pain perhaps of somebody betraying our trust, we feel compelled to do something to contain our pain of betrayal and so we look for a stone and roll it into that situation. So it is a, it's a consequence of pain or hurt. It could be the hurt from somebody that something, something and feel for the reason and say at this cost I can't do some things anymore I have to shut it down and look for something else. Who said that is going to be the ending of the story? The stone is something we roll in or roll on consciously or subconsciously sometimes from the trepidation that hits us from the threats from people who warn us that if you try anything we're going to deal with you and so the trepidation causes us to look for a stone and we roll it over that area of life and that stone is what the Lord is questioning. Like the man at the pool of Bethesda, he had been there for 30 something years with a condition nobody could help him. His own stone came from his pain and frustration of having no one to help him get into the water. So when Jesus arrived there and said, do you want to be healed? Listen, the stone came into play. The stone made him start reciting his pain and all the incidences of opportunities that never materialized and so his situation started to make him talk about the stone and Jesus looked at the stone looked at the man and said if I let this man stay with this stone he will die in that situation I come to prophesy to someone stone or no stone there will be deliverance on Mount Zion the anointing will destroy the yoke of that stone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ the stone we normally look for we roll it in to try to contain the problem. The stone we look for is to cover the embarrassment. 
The stone was, we look for the stone, we roll it onto that area of life to hide away the potential shame so that people don't find out. To manage our pain, we roll on a stone. Martha said, ah, it is bad enough that my brother died. For him to be smelling, for people to be saying, look at what happened to the glory. I better roll on the stone. In the face of the king of kings coming to turn the situation around she held on to the stone lord leave the stone alone if i did not mean for this stone my glory will have become a shame my brother's stench will be all over the place the new king james says by now there will be a stench a stench is an odious noxious smell worse than a smell and it makes sense to me that the normal person will want to avoid people smelling our shame. And we're going to look for a stone. Can I ask you, do you have a stone or not? Do we not all have a stone or not? And she held on to the stone in the face of her solution. But today is not the day of holding on to stones. Today is the day of rolling away the stones. May that stone not be the finality in that situation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something about how we relate to the Lord that is wrong. Martha was a friend of Jesus. So was Mary. He gave two instructions. The first one came like a question. Where have you laid him? And that was easy to answer. The second was, was to roll away the stone. That was the one that was difficult. The first one was easy because it was just a question. You see, when, when we're talking, talk is cheap. Talk is easy. But the second one was difficult because it was a call to action. After you speak, there should be a corresponding action. I'm going to prove that to you. And so she was unable to undo what she had done because this one was a call to action. The first one was a question. Talk is always easier than action, but faith is something that must be in motion. I'll show it to you. In John 11, the same text but verses 21 to 22. Give me John eleven twenty one to 22. It says, Now Martha said to Jesus, when Jesus arrived, she saw Jesus. If, it said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. In verse 11. And in verse 39, the same person that said, even now, I know that whatever you ask God, he will give you. That causes one to put one's faith in action. She says, even now, it is not too late, for I know that God will bring my brother back to life again, if you will only the stone is what you put in place to try and deal with your situation. The solution you crafted by yourself that cannot change the situation. As I speak this morning, if you want deliverance, just come to the altar. This stone may become a stone of finality. My prayer is that this stone will not gain preeminence over our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Even so, after she said, I know it is not too late. I know God will give you whatever I ask him. She still protested when there was a call to action to roll the stone away. Saint of God, you know what I'm, I'm trying to say to you? When you craft a solution, you may have crafted the worst enemy to your destiny. And when the Lord shows up and says, no, roll the stone away, leave that thing. Let me sort it out for you. A lot of us hold on to the stone. As I'm speaking this morning, what is your stone? Where is your stone? 
how long has it been in place? There's a time and a season for everything. Today is a time to roll the stone away. The lesson is here. The first instruction, which was a question, is meaningless without the second. Because talk is meaningless without action. Faith is always accompanied, or should always be accompanied by a call to action. Why do we struggle to roll away the stone? I want to engage your mind. Why? Everybody here has a stone. In one area of your life or other, you have a stone. The stone comes when you face a situation that you don't know how to deal with. The stone becomes necessary because it has been there for a long time. And so we want to manage the situation. We want to contain the situation. Then we create a stone as if it's the solution. The man is still dead. Whether we can smell it or not, if he's smelling, he's smelling inside. Just because we can't smell it does not mean it's not smelling. The thing is, with the stone is, the stone na feko, the stone does not work. Oh, except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build. May the Lord put that stone to shame in our lives this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why do we struggle to roll away the stone? The reason why we struggle to roll the stone away, don't talk bad about Martha. It's called rationalization we rationalize our situation how old am i what has happened before how has this thing before it happened to this person and then we come to the point of rationalization and we look for a stone and we set it in place tell your neighbor roll away the stone we think that rationalization will tell us it is necessary for me to do this When you ask, is that stone the right thing to do? We say it is still a necessity. It was necessary, but it is still a necessity. Some people will say it is a legitimate action. It is a reaction that is called for in the situation I find myself. This is the best thing to do. And when the Lord says, roll the stone away, we rationalize it and say, but I have shut that door. I don't want to go there again that was what Martha was thinking it's too painful to consider rolling away the stone supposing and we go supposing 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 talks about what has not happened yet by now he's thinking he will stink it's too fearsome for me to imagine reopening that chapter of my life in fact i think it's too late for that right now jesus leave that matter and somebody will say i have a stronger version to odious smell i just don't handle stuff like that very well every time the lord tells us to roll away the stone you're gonna face something you do not want to face and until you face it you may never have a breakthrough The situation you crafted is not solving the problem. It's only hiding the problem. May what we're hiding not jump at us from the other side in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody will say, I don't want to deal with this part of my life anymore. What if nothing comes out of this thing you're talking about? How will I look to people who suppose nothing good comes out of it? How will it look in the sight of my neighbors? In any case, whatever you think, by preaching this sermon has never happened before. How is it? We never heard a man die for four days and come out. Have you not heard? Have you never heard a sermon saying, Behold, said the Lord, I will do a new thing? 
Shall you not know it? It shall spring forth speedily. I will make a way where there used to be no way. I'll make rivers in your desert. I will cause your enemies to be put to shame. It says even the barren woman will become the mother of many. Why do you say in the face of the Lord, say roll away the stone. Ah, by Lord, by now he will be smelling. The smell will be terrible. You're quoting what you think. You're not imagining what the Lord wants to do. Imagine if the Lord says, okay, keep your stone. I'm going. What will be the end of that story? May the Lord not leave us with our stone. This whole story, I've always wondered what was it about? I realized that story about Lazarus and when he died was about the stone. It was about the stone. The Lord could have healed him so that he doesn't die, but there will be no stone. God is calling our attention to the stone. How long it takes for someone to roll in a stone when they're dealing with a problem, a big problem, differs from person to person. But I tell you the truth, eventually we all roll in a stone. Eventually. It's only a matter of time. For Martha, it was between two and three days before she authorized a stone to be rolled on. And that's the point Jesus was trying to make clear to all of us. I want to ask you, brother. I want to ask you, sister. Are you not rolling a stone in one area of your life? Or are you not seriously thinking about it? Now, don't judge others when they roll a stone a little earlier than you would have. You would do exactly the same if the problem lingers long enough. Someone say long enough. In psychology, it is called a breaking point. Everybody has a breaking point. If it lingers long enough, you will break. And when you break, you craft a stone. And when you craft a stone, you set it in place. Today, the Lord sent me, Olufemi Paul, to tell you it is time to roll away the stone. Because God wants to do something about that situation. Will that person say amen and amen? The question is this breaking point. Have you been there before? Or are you near it as I speak? Or are you even right there right now? The question is to you. You can answer the question. The sad thing is by rolling in the stone in such situations, what we do is we unwittingly put a yoke on our own neck by our own self. Until we roll the stone away, Jesus will not call forth that much needed but seemingly impossible miracle that we need. To Martha, Jesus did nothing at all, never even said a word until they rolled away the stone. This morning, I am telling you as the Lord lives, it is time to roll the stone away. If you don't roll the stone away, you keep your stone. For those that will roll away their stone, God will give them that seemingly impossible miracle that will turn the situation from mourning to dancing. So shall it be for you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me show you something in Jonah chapter 2 and verse 8. I want to get to the point of prayer. Jonah 2 and verse 8, I read from the New International Version of the Bible. It says, those who cling to worthless idols and stones, they forfeit the grace that could, could be theirs. It means it's been allocated. 
that miracle, but as long as the stone is in place, that miracle remains cold, does not become real. Those who cling, you know the word cling is you would just let it go. You justify it. You give it legitimacy. You protest against the word of God, but you just cling to the stone. A stone is a stone. It's not a living thing. And it cannot change the situation. It may just obscure it for a while. The AMPC version says, those who pay regard to false, useless, and worthless idols or stones forsake their own source of what? Tender mercies and loving kindness. The stone looks innocuous. The stone looks like it's doing me a favor. It's containing the situation. But what it does, it robs you of your own loving kindness. And makes you bereft of tender mercies. Martha, Martha, if you held on to the stone, what would have happened to your family? She protested. The man at the pool held on to his stone. If only, if only, what will happen? Jesus said, do you want to be here? Take your bed and go home. But I thank God because of the anointing, this yoke shall be destroyed. Today, today, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What we need is the strength to roll away the stone. The hymn which says, give us strength. Ancient word, help us cope. Can I tell you something? Martha knew that the stone does not solve the problem. The people you are hiding from, they know your brother is behind the stone. They know after three days he will smell. So what you are covering is not covered. And she was protesting and trying to cling to the stone. And Jesus says, choose me. Choose obedience to me. Don't cling to your stone. What we need is the strength to be able to roll away the stone. She knew that was not the solution, but she didn't have the emotional strength. Today, somebody, you're going to receive strength. The strength to roll away that stone. That stone now seems too heavy to shift. We all need the spiritual strength. Some people here, you need a psychological strength. This thing has messed up your mind. Many women, particularly, you need the emotional strength. We need the physical strength to be able to roll away the stone. Sometimes you need the financial strength to roll away the stone. Whatever strength, sister, that you need. Whatever strength, brother, that you need. Today, the Lord will grant us strength in the name of the Lord Jesus. He will grant us strength from above. To do that which is critical to activate that blessing and to connect us back to our destiny. Father, let it be so this morning that we'll receive strength from above in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 40 verse 29 to 31 says, God gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. The stone will not be a stone of finality. 
They shall now mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and shall not faint. Can I hear an amen? The new century version says he gives strength to those who are tired. Sometimes the reason why you can't roll away the stone is you don't tire. If you're here this morning, you know the stone I'm talking about, but you don't tire. Just make your way here because I'm about to start praying. Bible says God gives strength to those who don't tire. And more power to those who are weak or have become weakened because of the lingering situation. Verse 31 says, but the people who trust the Lord will become strong again. The people who trust that the Lord is speaking to them this morning, the Lord says, I will strengthen you, you will become strong again. The Bible guarantees us that they will rise up as an eagle. They will rise from that situation. They will not be buried in that valley of life. They will rise up as an eagle in the sky. They will run and not need to rest. They will walk and not become tired again. He gives strength to those who are tired. Martha, tired of weeping, tired of acting like nothing is wrong, tired of pretending I don't miss my brother. That was the only man in the house. In those days, anybody that does not have a husband, a woman that doesn't have a husband or a brother, your own don't finish. It was the day when men ruled. Women had little value. The man was the defender. The only man that was left had died. She was tired of pretending. He gives strength to those who are tired. I may not be bold enough to show my tiredness to my enemies, but to the Lord. Thy loving kindness is better than life. He gives more power to those who are weak and have been weakened. That need has weakened you in your self-esteem. But the people who trust the Lord will become strong again. You're not a weakling just because you're weak. A weakling is somebody that never had strength. You used to be strong but something has weakened you. He gives strength to those have been weakened they will become strong again they will rise up as an eagle because God will give the strength that does not fail stone I tried you but you only covered my need you didn't supply my need stone I cling to you you hid the problem, but you didn't solve the problem. I knew my brother was swelling up behind that stone. I knew my brother would bust behind that stone. I knew maggots would show up there. You covered the problem, but you didn't solve the problem. Is there anybody here who wants a solution? Lift your hands to the Lord. The message Bible says, but those who wait on God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and this time they soar like eagles. They run and they don't get tired. They walk and they don't get lagged behind. 
I want to pray. As you pray, sing that song for me. You are my strength, strength like no other. Father, I stand in my office as priest over this house with a heart of compassion. Saying, my people are tired. The stone is not working. Brings no joy. There's no celebration around the stone. We need a miracle. Father, I lift up my brethren this morning. As many as say, I'm tired of this stone. This stone will not be my finality. I change my mind. Lord, I want you to solve this problem. It is too big for me. My faith has been weakened. Oh, psychologically, I'm torn. Lord, I need strength. The Bible says, when they rolled away the soul of Jesus and Lazarus, come forth. The impossible happened. The God to whom nothing shall be impossible. Hey, the God that does not want to deal with the stone, but wants to give the blessing and the solution. Visit my people this morning. I want you to sing the prayer to Lord. My strength. The strength to roll away the stone and let God be God. I can't do it myself, Lord. I need strength to roll away the stone. what we need. That's what we need. In the power of your name to break the yoke. You lift me up.
Basically what Jesus was saying if you roll away the stone I will give you something better than the stone. What you lost what you desire will replace what you are holding on to. It may be a person that you miss. Roll away the stone. God will bring that person back. It may be an opportunity that you lost. And you're saying it doesn't matter. God is able to bring it back. It may be an experience that you have shut out your mind. David says, my friend, close to my heart we used to go in the throng to the house of the Lord together we used to have fun for praise and worship but now you have turned against me oh. but God is saying if you roll away the stone I will give back to you something so much better than the stone the stone itself cannot help it's only a covering Lift up your hands to the Lord. Father, I pray that those of us that stand here saying, we're done with that stone. We come naked in our heart before the Lord saying that the stone is not working. We want Lazarus back. We want the joy of having dinner together. We want the joy of fellowship. We want a new season to come. Father, the same way you call forth what would give the joy that the stone could never give? Father, call forth for my people. The strength to roll away the stone and cling to the Lord and cling to the way of the Lord and let God be God. Somebody begin to pray say, I'm tired of trying to fix this problem. I can't, fi- it's not getting fixed. The stone is not giving me what I want. The stone is not taking me there. Oh, Jehovah God, remember me today. I roll away the stone. It's not working. Give me what I want. Lazarus came out. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. A better version of the one that went into the tomb was the one that came out. The Bible says people celebrated this same Lazarus, Lazarus after his resurrection not like before he died he became a celebrity God is able to bring it back in a better version let God be God Father I thank you because you hear me when I pray we agree with God that it's time to roll away the stone even as a church we roll away the stone. Because except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Even as a nation, we roll, roll away the stone. Lord, call forth what we need. Call forth what we really want. Call forth what nobody else can do for us. He did it before. He will do it again. He will do it for you. And you and you and you. He will do it for me. He will do it for us. Thank you, Father Lord. We glorify your name, O God. 
In Jesus' name we pray. And amen.